Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Welcome to the Side Hustlers podcast. I'm your host, Carla Marie, and I am obsessed with small businesses. That's one of the reasons why I started this podcast two and a half years ago. It was also started because someone told me that everyone has a side hustle and I panicked because I didn't. I started learning that a lot of people around me did have side hustles. So I started talking to them and interviewing them and just having conversations about their passions and their dreams. And it's been an incredible ride for me and I've learned so much from them. And I didn't realize it was gonna prepare me for this moment of my life. I got let go from my day job as a morning show host here in Seattle, Washington about three weeks ago from when I'm recording this. And it's been scary, but at the same time, everything I have learned doing this podcast is helping me right now. Whether it's actual technical and logistical things to just taking the time to find what you love and diving into it. It's incredible what this community has taught me. And if this is your first episode, you're probably like, what is she talking about? Go back and listen because every single human that has been on this podcast is inspiring and their drive is incredible. You are 100% going to be motivated to dive into a passion. You don't have to make it a business, but you'll be motivated to dive into a passion. And before I tell you about the incredible guests I have this week, I got to let you know what I'm about to do. I am in the middle of a road trip driving across America to go see my family in New Jersey, who I haven't seen in eight months because of course. Quarantine. And along the way, my best friend and former morning show co-host Anthony and I are 
doing a podcast and a video stream in every city that we stop in. We could be coming to your city. So check out our Instagram, Carla Marie and Anthony. It's below. You may be able to find us in your city, which will be super cool. But we are streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony also below. And we are podcasting with our My Day Friday podcast, which I've been doing for six and a half years at this point also linked below. It'd be really cool if you can support just by following along, checking us out on Instagram and doing all of that stuff. Because now I guess that that's my side hustle to this podcast, maybe. Who knows? I appreciate your support. Thank you so much for being a part of this crazy ride with me. This week's guests are Brandon and Jeff. They are full-time teachers who are married and their side hustle is a soap, lotion, candle company called Jacob H+. Now, they have a really cool reason as to why they started the side hustle this year while in quarantine. They want to make enough money to be able to adopt a baby domestically and start their very own family together. So you've got to listen to this episode because how they do this and how they work together, it's just, it's truly incredible. This is Brandon and Jeff's story. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get up your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side, hustler. Come on, ask about me. Yo, yo, it's the Side Hustlers Podcast with Carla Marie. Okay, so today I've got Jeff and Brandon here coming to me from New Jersey. Hi, guys. Hi. Okay, before we get into the hows and the whys, tell everyone what Jacob H Plus is as a company. Jacob H Plus is a company that we named after our initials and our pet's initials. So we're Jeff and Brandon, (laughs) and then we have two dogs and two cats. So it's uh, Jeff, Arthur, Coda, Ollie, Brandon, Henry. (laughs) And then the plus is plus a new baby, uh, which is the hopes for our business. So our business is um, a home and body business for um, products such as soaps, candles, body butters, lip balms, bath bombs, all homemade in our basement laboratory. <laughs> and every, uh, and we sell everything on Shopify, Facebook, and Instagram. So people can go to jacobhplus.com and I put the link below so you can check it out yes. right there to see everything that we're talking about. You guys got a blog up there. You've got a ton of different <laughs> things for people to look at. I'm a fan of a good acronym, so I love (laughs) the name, but let's talk about your why. So the two of you decided to create this soap, lotion, body business. Why? Yes. So we decided to create this as a revenue stream to help us in our adoption journey. So we are looking to become parents and we wanted kind of something outside of like a traditional, like quote unquote fundraising Mm -hmm. idea. So, and I'm always kind of one that is looking for like a new project. So when my... Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> you said that and, and I don't know if you could see the face that Jeff made, well, but he was like, uh. Well, that's... Brandon kind of- loves projects. <laughs> like during quarantine, our dining room became like a jungle because he decided he wanted to get into planting. And I was like, oh, this is too much. Can I move in, please? <laughs> <laughs> and now he wants to learn how to knit. I'm like, let's just stay in one lane for a minute. Listen, I, <laughs> Brandon, I get it. I, I think the way that you think, I have a lot of failed hobbies collection <laughs> yeah. around my house. This one has not failed. This yeah. one has been amazing. Yeah. yeah. And that's 
how I got Jeff on board for that <laughs> hobby was this, but we wanted to do it instead of just like a hobby and really try and push it in, into like a business because it's not only our hopes to help fund our own adoption, mm -hmm. but when we were really kind of thinking about adopting and kind of the resources that are out there, it's still not an industry that is overly filled with resources for LGBTQ plus families. So we really wanted to be a resource as well. So our hopes is after yeah. we fund our own adoption is to continue that along and a portion of our proceeds will go towards supporting. That's incredible. That yeah. You often see GoFundMes for heterosexual couples yeah. all the time. We spent the beginning of quarantine, like doing a lot of research of like how we wanted mm -hmm. to expand our family. And when we decided that we wanted to do, you know, domestic infant adoption, like a lot of the grants and everything were for like Christian couples or through like, you know, Christian agencies. And we're like, oh, well, that's not going to help us. So <laughs> we got to kind of help ourselves. Which <laughs> amazing on your part for being able to do that and then think of other people in the future. But so the adoption cost, which when you guys texted me and messaged me this number, I was like, <laughs> what? $40,000? Is that really what it costs? Yeah, that's the average. That's the average. And that's honestly kind of playing it a little bit safe even oh because some things kind of can pop out of nowhere mm. unexpectedly but that's like what they tell you to be prepared for yeah. and most of that is like you know the legal fees and the paperwork and all of that so it's not like a lot of times people think you know when you're paying that it's like people say like oh well how can you buy a baby and it's like not like that because the birth mother and doesn't really get any no. of that money. Like it's all the, the the legal issues behind it. So, you know, in in a sense, like at first we were kind of overwhelmed by it, but then we were like, you know what? Like this is put in place to make sure that these children are getting like the best possible. Mm -hmm. So if we have to do that, then the better for our baby and to make sure that, you know, everything is done legally and properly and everyone is feels comfortable and safe and all that. So this is eye opening to me because I had yeah. no idea how much it costs. I had <laughs> never really thought about the fact that there were grants specifically for yeah. certain types of people to adopt babies. Mm -hmm. So for anyone listening right now, this is probably very eye opening for them too. So thank you for sharing yeah. your story with us. Yeah, but you guys are both your day jobs are being teachers. So yes. Brandon, you are a high school teacher, Jeff elementary school, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's no surprise. We know that teachers don't necessarily get paid what they should be paid. So no, <laughs> that I'm assuming is what made you guys say, okay, well, we can't adopt a baby. You can raise a baby with a, a teaching yeah. salary, you know, yes. plenty of teachers yeah. have kids, yes. <laughs> but you yes. can't, this one big chunk is, yeah. it's almost impossible. That was the biggest thing we were like, okay, like we know we, like we're both teachers. Like I've been teaching for, uh, this will be my eighth year. Wow. This will be Brandon's second because this is his second career, but we have, you know, we're really good. Like I'm really strict about bills and making sure that we are on a budget and everything like that. So we're really good with money. And then just seeing that number that was like, oh, you need to have, X amount ready Scary. when a birth mom picks you. We were like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> we have, you know, we have savings, but we don't have that much savings. So we knew that like our support system around us would help us. But doing it this way through the business, I mean, we have gotten orders from all over the country, cool. like people we don't yeah. even know. So how are they finding you? I guess word of mouth and social media. I mean, we started this all on June 1st. Oh my because, God. Yeah. So, yeah. so this is so started. early on. 
Like, yeah, so we just... Baby business. Yeah, so... <laughs> Literally. <laughs> we, we use the time during quarantine to, like, research, like, you know, what to do and how to do it. And Brandon taught himself how to make all these products. So we used that time. And then we decided, okay, let's start on June 1st. Like, so we started by just kind of posting a picture of us and our pets with, like, a sign saying that we were planning to adopt. And we wrote, like, a little blurb about, like, you know, how we came to the... The, to the decision and what our business was and we started a website and a blog and it that first day it like exploded like wow. we live in we live in Collingswood New Jersey which is right outside of Philly mm-hmm. and there's like a group on Facebook for the town and I had posted our story in there and like in that one day we got like a thousand mm-hmm. likes we got like a hundred orders just from the people in our town. And then, you know, it just kept getting well, shared. Yeah. And those people know people other places and then they yeah, or they exactly. gift them with things. And I've yeah. seen it happen with plenty of people who have been on this podcast or just things yeah. that I've kind of come across on my own. I'll give it to someone as a gift. And they're like, hey, where'd you get that? I want to give it as a gift. And that yeah, and it spreads. Yeah. But obviously you have to have a good product for people to yeah, want to yeah. re-gift and you yeah. somehow have taught yourself how to do this. I mean, yes. YouTube, you, YouTube. And it's, <laughs> it's crazy what, when you actually focus on something like you, I don't want to, I'm not dumbing down at all what I'm about to say and what you guys do, but really yeah. anyone could do this, but yeah, yeah. it takes yeah. someone who actually wants to do it right. And I had dreamy suds, Missy on this podcast. She's local here and I got to connect you guys. She does oh, yeah, handmade soaps. Works. Her reasoning was a friend who was sick and going through chemo, I believe, realized there were so many different things in our regular soaps that oh, were making yeah. her even uh-huh. more sick. So she helped her friend and the same thing. People started saying, I want this. I want this. And she taught herself and now it's her side hustle, but it's the same thing. There's so much to it. It's a little bit of a science when it comes to soaps and lotions. It's not just something that smells good. It has to feel good and and have a purpose. It has to clean you and do all the things. So yeah. And that's, we get that a lot too. Like, Oh, well what's in it? And we're like, like maybe three things. Like it's very like, yeah, it's natural and it's good. And it, we've, we've gotten a lot of positive responses. So it's been awesome. Looks great too. When I, I see you guys on Instagram, which is below for everyone to check out. There was a gold one. I was like, Ooh, that looks great. So we name most of our products based on our two favorite things, which are the Real Housewives and Shit's Creek. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so like the gold one is our a little bit of Lexus soap. Okay. And then we have like um, a candle that's called "I'll is Tell You How I'm Doing." Not, not well, well bitch. I saw Real that one. <laughs> I love that, and I think it's it's great to be able to put a little spin on like of who you guys yeah. are into this yeah. and have yeah, a yeah. personality and give your business a personality. You guys are really having fun with it, but yeah. how much did you research leading up to this? Like you said, you know, once you got into quarantine, which I guess was yeah. March ish and then you launched yeah. in June. I mean, there are people that sit on ideas for years just yeah, because, but you guys, you jumped right in. I mean, this is something that's always kind of been in the back of my head of stuff that like I've been, I, that I like. And like, obviously like at like farmer's markets, I'm like sniffing every bar of soap <laughs> near me and stuff like that. So like, I mean, but I mean, once it actually was like, okay, maybe we could do this. It was probably still like a solid like month of research. And then even again, like you said, it's kind of a science. So even as much research as you put, in it like literally my first batch of soap like turned to like mud in a a second and I'm like oh crap like (laughs) what did I just get myself into so like there's still that like trial and error of stuff too so I mean there was that which is why we 
like only certain stuff comes out at certain times because obviously <laughs> sometimes it doesn't work out as well <laughs> as I would like it to be. <laughs> so Brandon, that happened in your first batch and you were just like, all right, yeah. we'll just do another one. Or were you like, screw yeah. this, I'm not gonna be able to do it. So uh, well, he he was like that, and I was like, okay, it's just your first. <laughs> I was like, it's your first batch, like like I'm a little when bit we perfectionist. St- yeah, like <laughs> when you do new things, you're gonna mess up. Yeah, and I was like, that's okay, just keep going and do the next batch. That's the so, elementary school teacher in you right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we really play off each other because like Brandon does, all, he makes everything, and then I do like all the packaging and shipping and stuff like that. So you know, I make sure that he doesn't overwhelm himself. Okay, and that he takes breaks, and because oh. you know when we first started. He would be in the basement for like 24 hours making soaps and that kind of stuff. You go crazy. Like, yeah, I was please. like, you need to take a break. I was like, because if you don't take a break and you go crazy, then the end result's just going to be you being miserable. Mm-hmm. So I was like, we can't have that. No. Um, so we've kind of gotten into a rhythm now. And, you know, we do Facebook live sales and our, our moms come over and help us. And <laughs> that's amazing. You know, so that, yeah. So um, we've really like gotten our family involved and stuff. So it's, it's been fun. But like when you were talking about research, like Brandon would watch YouTube videos on how to make soap like all night long. Like I would be like, I would be up in bed and I would hear like the TV still on. Like he bought like a premium YouTube subscription so he didn't have to watch the ads. Oh my God. And like, and would just spend hours watching these videos. And I, and they did, they are kind of addicting just to watch how the soap is made. But oh, it's, I'm sure it's relaxing like, to really watch. You're really dedicated. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Jeff, when it comes to shipping, that yeah. side of the business, I have heard from so many side hustlers <laughs> how it is torture going, whether yeah. you're going to the post office or doing all of it at home. So what is your process for labeling and shipping and, and packaging? Like, what is yeah. that like for you? So we started the business on Etsy and then right now we've moved to Shopify, mm-hmm. but both of them are good where you can print the invoices that people order. So what I do is like, I usually like I'll print, you know, all the new invoices that we get. If it's, you know, a delivery, I'll set up a bag. If it's shipping, I'll do a box. And I'll put the invoice in each one and then I'll go around our basement, which we have set up like a little store and I'll get, you know, whatever they ordered, I'll put it in the box. Um, And then we have to weigh them and put them with the packing peanuts and the printing. Um, So I'll spend some time doing that. And then, yeah, the post office knows me by name probably now. Mm, I hear that Um, often. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But even behind a mask. Yeah. Like, (laughs) and with all the, with all the precautions with coronavirus, like usually there's like a long line. I just go right in. I drop them off. I'm like, I don't need a receipt. Just ship them. And uh, I'm on my way. The shipping isn't as bad as the delivering or like we have people do like porch pickup. So like that's, oh, that's so hard cool. to like negotiate with people like, oh, what time are you going to come over? Um, yeah, because you can't leave that? candles and soap outside in the middle yeah, of a New Jersey no, summer. So, and one time we were going away for the weekend and someone said they were going to pick it up within an hour and I put it on the porch and then we got back after the weekend and it was still there. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it's probably melted. (laughs) People have been really awesome. And we put like little handwritten cards in each bag, like thanking people for the support on all of our labels. We put like all proceeds go towards adoption and we put like our website and our Instagram. So that's been like helping spread the word a lot too. So we've actually also gotten quite a bit of people interested in stuff for like showers, like uh, wedding showers showers and stuff like that so for like favors which has been really helpful as well because then that's like the people that have been so generous in doing stuff like that 
like we just had one yesterday that we did and she had messaged us saying how happy people were and that she was kind of telling people about them and stuff like that. So that's another way that we've been kind of getting the word out there as well, which is really cool. That is awesome. Especially like I know my niece is pregnant and my sister's probably coming up with favors for the baby shower. And how awesome would it be for favors at a baby shower where you're helping fund someone else's baby? Yeah. And it's just, it's a cool (laughs) idea to be able to give someone life while you're celebrating that in and of yourself, especially in the world right now where it's hard to celebrate things and just, you know, small things like that put a smile on someone's face. So it's cool that you guys are finding different ways to spread the love and, and get the family that you guys want all through a business that you actually care about. I want to get back to like the business side of things for a second. The labels, they look great aesthetically. Like even the website, your logo, like I was drawn to it. I love it. I love what you guys are doing. It doesn't seem like you just slapped your standard label on anything. So the aesthetic of the labels, where do you, how do you do that? Who designed that? So I did that. And so a friend of mine, actually uh, another teacher actually made our logo for us. I kind of was like, this is what I'm thinking. And (laughs) I'm not that great with like, that sort of stuff. So, but you are. (laughs) So again, like reaching out to kind of those resources around us, but then the labeling itself was through a YouTube video (laughs) Um, and just learning how to set up like the template and stuff like that within like a, a word doc and stuff like that. But then we really wanted it to feel like it's our fun with like our names and stuff like that. But we wanted uh, kind of like a more rustic yes. feel. I like it. We wanted a candle that would sit in any environment and yeah. feel like it belonged there. Mm-hmm. And then if you looked at it, you saw that it had a fun name. So yeah. like felt like we were really kind of conscious of like the colors and stuff like that, of like the craft paper um, <clears throat> that we used and stuff I like, like it a lot. that. Thank you. Yeah. So. And it's funny because you mentioned like the website. Like I'll tell you, when we first started, like I had a nervous breakdown about the website because I also <laughs> made the website and like we were using WordPress and I was like, oh my gosh. I've never used this before. Like, and I'm usually pretty good at technology, but I was like, oh my God. I was like, I can't figure this out. I, I forgot a website. I'm, I can't do this. I can't do this. And now, now I can like go on in like 10 seconds and, you know, switch things around. But that was definitely a learning curve. It's a lot. <laughs> I mean, listen, yeah. <laughs> if this were easy, everyone would do it. Everyone yeah, would true. have their own business. And, yeah. and eventually that may happen if we have enough time alone in quarantine, but <laughs> right? it's not easy. And that's why no. when you keep practicing and keep learning like your first batch of soap. I'm sure plenty of people gave up after their first batch of soap. I'm sure there are hundreds of people who did, but you didn't. And you keep pushing through and you keep teaching yourself. And I'm assuming your background also as teachers and people who (laughs) teach are probably also great at learning. And when it comes to this kind of stuff, even though you may have to remind yourself a few times, like, hey, (laughs) we can do this. But you started in June when I'm assuming school was winding down. So we're getting back to the school year now. We're recording this. It's August 2020. What's going to happen when it's school again and your day job kicks back in? It's more of an issue as far as like production uh, comes up because obviously we can't do like we did when we were starting and kind of overwhelmed by the orders and spend Mm. 13 hours in a basement making stuff. So we've been trying to get better at making larger batches of stuff. So my dad actually made us 
soap molds out of wood. Bigger ones. Yeah. So we can make like a hundred bars at once. Yeah. So we can do larger batches of that because that was part of the reason too. Time out. How do you make a soap mold? So it's really not that difficult uh, if you know how to use like a saw and screw, which I'm not all that handy with a saw. Um, It looks like a bread pan almost. Yeah. Like a long bread pan. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like a drawer. Too, yeah. Like uh, some people use okay. like a drawer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he just made me ones that like on three sides were secured and on one side could tighten and loosen so I can get the soap out of it once it is solidified. Okay. We've already made stuff that will come out next month. In the so fall. We've already made all fall stuff. Pumpkin spice. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I'm labeling pumpkin <laughs> spice. I labeled it yesterday. And, uh, yeah. So Ooh, pumpkin so, crumb so. cake, which is yeah. like amazing. I'm you so heard excited. it here first. I'm pumped. <laughs> I'm so excited. So we're also both really organized. Like I am like a stickler about like a schedule and being organized oh, and like getting stuff done. Yeah. So we're both like, I think, you know, we're going to say like, okay, like Saturday mornings from this time to this time, we're going to do our shipping every week. And then, you know, Brandon already has all the stuff for fall made. So, you know, by the time September rolls around, he'll be doing Christmas stuff. So, you know, we're both really organized in that aspect. We also get help from, you know, my mom will come over and sit in the basement with us for like hours and she'll do a bunch of stuff for us. So just relying on the people around us and, you know, asking for help and sticking to like an organized schedule. We actually, when we first started, like multiple people would ask us, like they thought we were like outsourcing our products and they were like, where did you get these? Like, and we're like, that's yeah. kind of a compliment, but also them being like, yeah, wait, yeah. you did this? You're capable. Because yeah. <laughs> they were like the labels and like even some of our, like some of our more fancy soaps, we like shrink wrap before we mail them out to make sure they don't like nothing falls off of them. So my one good friend lives in Vermont. And she's like, oh, I got that soap and it was shrink wrapped. She's like, you guys are really fancy now. <laughs> See, and it's the little things that you'll start learning. Yeah. Like, I know you guys did this. Your reason was you wanted to raise money yeah. to be able to adopt, to be able to start yeah. your family. But yeah. you aren't just half-assing this. You are doing the no. little things that are so important from a business point of view. And I commend you guys yeah. for that because it's not Thank you. It's not easy. And there is an investment that goes into creating a business. Oh, like yeah. oh, I'm yeah. sure you're, you were in the red or probably could, I don't know. I don't need to know the finances. That's not all this podcast yeah, no. is about, <laughs> but you, there's stuff that you have to buy to start a business. Yeah, no, and yeah. a lot of people expect the money right away, but you have yeah, to no. invest in yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that can be stressful too, because again, like obviously sympathize with anybody who's listening to this and who's started a small business or thinking of starting one, obviously besides like the learning that there are going to be tons of trial and error mm-hmm. stuff. And that is, has got to be okay. It also is a really tough adjustment to figuring out what you need and when you need and stuff like that. And also how much you need. Yeah. Like also like at the beginning, like I was producing so much soap and then it was like, okay, maybe we need to scale that back a little bit just because maintaining that sort of a pace of putting out like so many new soaps every week just is not realistic. And it also, they work like that, like how many bars of soap can you go through in a day as well? Like, so I mean, yeah, it's it's yeah. not something yeah. you're you need new every week. Exactly. Yeah. So like also kind of learning that too is helping us with obviously being able to scale up things appropriately, mm-hmm. I think is important too. Like um and also paying attention to what is actually 
selling yeah, versus like, what you per- may personally have a desire yeah, to um, make. make. Like he has the most fun making and designing the soaps, but our best sellers are our candles and our body butters. So, so yeah. while they're while they're easy to make, he gets bored making them, <laughs> and he's like, "I want to yeah. just design a cute soap." And I'm like, "Yeah, but that candle is going to sell for fifteen dollars." So <laughs> I'm just like, "Let's pour that wax." <laughs> I love you guys. I love this. <laughs> okay, so are you going back physically to school? Or are you going to be able to? Teach As of right now, yes, you are. Yeah. yeah so my yes, we are. So the kid, the kids have the option to be remote okay. uh, to do virtual if they want. So we'll have smaller class sizes, um, and our schools are taking like a lot of precautions Good. to make sure you know everyone's safe and all that. So we so we will be going back, and that in itself will be an adjustment because it won't be like teaching as we've ever taught no. before. You have to plan um, extra. I feel or just plan. I yeah, mean, yeah. you know, your day, your day job also isn't just a nine to five. There's planning yeah. that comes with being a teacher. So that's yeah. time that people don't realize. Like a lot of people who, I don't know, start a, say someone starts a soap business, but their day job is just you leave it at work. Yeah, Teachers yeah, don't do that. Home. Teachers not no. an industry where you leave and that's it. You do have to come home yeah. and you plan and prep and, yeah. and everything that goes into the next day or week or month. So yeah. there's a lot of time that you do have to spend at home and people don't realize yeah. that. But it'll be very interesting for you guys, I think, just going back to school aside from owning your own business also. Yeah. yeah. I've been teaching fourth grade for about eight years now. Wow. So I really know the curriculum and all right. that. So I spend a lot of time, like even this week, I've been spending a lot of time like uh, creating like a virtual classroom for those kids who are going to be at home and adapting everything, you know, that I do to make sure it can be done on the computer. Because even in the classroom, like we want to use as little paper as possible, um, you know, to reduce transmission right. or anything like that. So I think it's just, again, it just goes back to making sure that we know how to manage our time well, which is something that like I really pride myself on. I, I, you know, a lot of times I have so many friends that are teachers and, you know, they are like, we don't know how you do it. We don't know how you like stay sane and, you know, manage your time well. And I don't really know how I do it either. I'm just like a stickler about (laughs) making sure that I, you know, set aside time for things and that I get my stuff done in that time frame. So I had had a business previously, so I kind of have an awareness of the value of my time, even though I still want to kind of people please. Um, But I think that it's important for people to understand too, there's more value in you doing less better Mm -hmm. than there is doing more half-ass. Yes. Yes. I'm in the middle of of learning this myself right now. I actually (laughs) just got the book, um, The Joy of Missing Out. Oh, Um, I haven't heard of that one. So I've literally just read like the intro and it's yeah. about being like with this word productive and it's a, what's the difference between busy and productive. And it, yeah, it's yes. kind of in the same tune of what you're saying, just because you're busy doesn't mean you're getting anything done. You have to be productive yeah. and like I yeah. suck. So I'm like <laughs> envious of you guys. This whole thing, everything that's happening in the world sucks, but quarantine actually let us like slow down mm-hmm. and really realize, you know, what, using our time well. And like Brandon said, you know, he used to own a CrossFit gym. The amount of busy that he was before is like nothing compared to, because his gym used to be in Pennsylvania. So he would have to drive from here to Pennsylvania every day, like four in the morning before going to work. I feel like this almost seems like a piece of cake. Yeah, now I just go down in my basement. Yeah, I was say, like, how do you go from CrossFit, like slinging weights to making soap? I mean... Listen, we all have to have yeah, a I love it. I love that. 
<laughs> we try a little bit of everything. <laughs> no, it, hey, it's amazing. Brandon, this really has nothing to do with the side hustle. But before we started recording, you started telling me about your curriculum for the school year. And I think this yes. is so cool as a podcaster, as someone who, who has a love for podcasts. I think what you're doing as a teacher is incredible. So explain oh, what you. your curriculum for the school year is with your freshman year liter- uh, English yes. students, so right? I have freshman English. I feel like education can be a little behind Mm -hmm. the times and as enlightening as Shakespeare can be. And even one of my favorite books is To Kill a Mockingbird and I have the the pleasure of teaching it. But um, we've started pairing uh, that sort of stuff with more modern texts and even different mediums of storytelling like podcasts. So last year uh, was my first year. So I trialed pairing the To Kill a Mockingbird book with Serial, the podcast, and the students loved it. And it was just like, again, and I mean, it happened to be before all of the stuff that we are talking about with the justice mm-hmm. system now. Oh, wow. Um, it fit right in because we were looking at them as two different types of injustices, whether and both obviously in, involving race and mm. the justice system. So looking at it through a couple different lenses. So I mean, it really was kind of amazing how it fit into today's society as well so that's great just kind of in in incorporating those modern things and it helps the kids connect to it too because yeah so i remember even when i was in high school reading to kill a mockingbird i was like i don't i don't get this like but now like him like teaching it that way like the kids were so invested in it they were obsessed and he even got parents into it like it was really cool yeah my parents were listening to it and everything too so it was really cool because like they would have conversations at home and it's like think about how much you prepared those kids for right now without realizing it and we need that because we like we're as a world right now we are relying on this next generation to not suck yes so so thank you um, for doing that and preparing them and it's amazing that you were able to do it before and I'm curious to see how they react this this class reacts now after yeah. go- going through all this stuff and your point of yeah, view yeah. as a teacher what their feedback is like and do they are they going into it knowing oh I get what injustice is now without you having to fully explain it and diving into it differently it'll be very interesting as a teacher to see what it's like yeah, yeah comparing agreed. Yeah, I know this has nothing to do with the podcast, but you guys are incredible. And I want I wanted people uh, to know about that. But going back to your business and and your website, I was on there and I noticed you guys are doing something with a puzzle. So jacobhplus.com for people to check it out. Again, link is below. What is this puzzle that you guys are doing? So a common adoption fundraiser that people do um, is called a puzzle fundraiser. So we thought it would be a fun thing to do next to our business, kind of maybe if there was someone who didn't want to buy any soap or anything, like, hey, you can still help us this way. We took a picture of our pets with a sign saying planning to adopt. Okay. Um, And we got it made into a 520-piece puzzle from Shutterfly. We are, like, selling each piece as kind of like a fundraiser. Whoever purchases the piece, we put their name on the back of it. Um, And then once we sold all the pieces, we're going to put the puzzle together. We're going to put it in a double-sided clear frame and hang it in our future baby's room. So that they know who helped chills. bring a piece of that, who helped bring a piece of them home. That is so it's like putting all the pieces together. That <laughs> is so cool. I also need yeah. to know how many dogs did you say you had? We have two dogs and two cats. Well, how is it so quiet right now as you're recording this? 
they're all sleeping. Okay. Yeah, mine are too. <laughs> around us. They're all around us next to us. Same. I got one here and one sleeping. right there. I yeah. get it. When you held yeah. that up, I was like, wait. I saw all the pictures. I was like, hold on. How is it so quiet? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, hope you, I hope you get all the pieces to your puzzle. And obviously, the Thank most you. important piece of the puzzle is we'll get yes. a baby home to you guys. And yes. I'm excited that the Side Hustlers audience gets to be a part of this with you and help support. All, you, the yes. link is below to everything and I want everyone to <laughs> support and if they, they can't don't want soap maybe they hate soap I don't know yeah. they can buy a piece <laughs> of the puzzle so that is yeah. really and, cool and just spreading the word and sharing our yes. story is, is really important to us too and so. I'm glad mm-hmm. you said that because I do preach that often in the intro and outro of this podcast I don't necessarily yeah. talk to people about it but sharing yeah. and liking and following <laughs> on social media when you maybe yeah. can't afford to do something right now is yeah. huge it is so huge yes. so go Go follow them on Instagram, um, like the, all the photos, share them with friends. You guys do a great job on Instagram. I love it. I see you each Thank modeling you. things on your own. So it's great. So Jeffrey uh, likes to model more than I I saw. I, I got that vibe as well. So, <laughs> Brandon, Jeffrey, thank you both for being here today. I appreciate it. Good luck thank with you everything. So much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Side Hustlers. All the links are below on everything you need to support. Go to their website so you can buy some soap or a puzzle piece. Follow them on Instagram. Check out their YouTube channel. It's all below. Go support them and their amazing reason for starting this business. I've also got all the links below on how you can support me and my best friend and co-host, Anthony, on this crazy journey as we road trip across America and then back again across America because after we stay in New Jersey, we are coming back out to Seattle. So it's going to be a wild ride, probably going to be in a city near you, but you can watch our road trip and you can listen to our road trip. And yeah, it's going to be chaos, but it's all below. Thank you so much for your support. I appreciate you being here and supporting all of these small business owners and their dreams. This podcast has been produced by Houston Tilly. And until next week, keep hustling and be a good human. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. 
I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Deadline.